passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyle Kerberson, joined with Reed Bacon. It's game week, baby. We're starting. I can't believe it. It is here. It is upon us. We are so excited. Tomorrow, the Vols are taking on Ball State. And, oh, man, it feels good. Football is back. Football is back. Before we get into all of that, Please, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit that like button, hit that notification bell, and please leave a comment. We always love to see them. If you're listening, rate and review, uh, download and re-download, and always, as always, share with your friends and family. It helps us so, so much get the word out there that we have this thing going on. Um, but on this week's podcast, we're talking about Ball State. We are breaking down who they are, what kind of guys they have on their team, what can we possibly see out of them, and what do we need to do as a team? Because with this game, we understand it's not Pitt, it's not Florida, it's not LSU, it's Ball State. But how can we get better? What do we need to do to prepare for maybe those teams down the line? Um, We also talk about William Mohan in that sad situation uh, and give you guys a lock of the week. It is something we are going to start uh, every week, we're going to give you a lock on on a bet, and uh, hopefully we do pretty well this year, but we shall see. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into it. The game. Snap, the kick is in the air, and the kick this time is no sir Reed. No sir Reed. Final score, Tennessee 20, Florida 17 All right, so before we get into the podcast, we got to shout out our number one sponsor, betonline.ag. You guys know, I say it every podcast, it is the place to go for all your betting news and odds and sports, everything that this is the place, okay? With BetOnline, You get the most up-to-date fighting news. You get to bet on MLB games going on right now, NFL. I mean, you can bet on anything, team total wins, division wins, uh, individual players, all of it, okay? So now is the time to sign up at BetOnline. You can sign up on your mobile device or... You can uh, go online, get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE at checkout. That's B-L-E-A-V. And you get that 50% welcome bonus. So listen, y'all, please use that. Please go to bet online when you're doing all your sports betting. It makes things a lot more fun and a lot more interesting um and i always love them they're the place to go bet online it's where the game starts all right welcome in everybody another amazing podcast 
It is game week, baby. It is game week. I'm so damn excited, even though we are playing trash-ass Ball State. I'm very excited um, before we get into the game breakdown. And a little bit of news surrounding the program. Reed, how we doing, bud? <laughs> trash-ass trash Ball State. <laughs> and I'm just saying what everybody else is thinking. Yeah, I got the I got the old Ball State website up right now, sponsored by Ball State Financial. They got a game day counter here. Four days, one hour, eighteen minutes, thirty two seconds, thirty one seconds, thirty seconds. Till they get that ass, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're that really, close. Really, they know it. We know it. Everyone knows it. They're it's, just showing it's, up. It's like thirty three and a half points. Yeah, they're just showing up to get their check. And uh, just let us beat up on them. And you know what? I, I like both of the uh, I like both of the games where you either have the big game, first game of the year, like you know when we did West Virginia or Bristol or, or West yeah. Virginia and Charlotte or Virginia Tech and Bristol. But I also don't mind this one because the reason I don't mind this one is because we have next week to go at Pitt. So it's exactly. like so it's like let's let's get our feet up under us. Let's see what's going on, and then yeah. let's go up there. And to pit and just bust some cheeks. Uh, I'm telling you, from a player's perspective, like, this is a fantastic game. Like, I loved it as a backup and as a starter. As a backup, I'm like, hell yeah, I might get to freaking play, dude. Like, beat the shit out of them and let me play in the second half, which my redshirt freshman year we did versus Austin P. We were It was like 42 or 45 to nothing at halftime. And twos got in uh, to start the second half. It was awesome. And then as a starter, it was great because it was like, all right, let me go out two quarters, get nice and warm, get a good lather going, put some people in the dirt, win this game, get some confidence up, and going into and go into pit. And it was also like, in a way, so a lot of guys struggle with like how they view practice. Um because they don't view it as a time to try things. They don't view it as a time to, you know, practice on stuff. Uh, and a game like this is the ultimate time to practice on things. Instead of practicing a set versus this five-star uh, Alabama defensive end, let's practice that set on this two-star uh, at Ball State. You know what I mean? So it's like, Let's let's hammer out those little things that you've been working on and like maybe your hand placement or where your foot is, what like all that kind of stuff. Let's hammer it out now in this game and then get into pit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, so it's preseason for college because exactly. you know, because really the only preseason we have when we're in camp is when we are just going up against each other and you usually have probably three scrimmages throughout camp. Yeah. You know, I remember I remember the one where we went over to the Liberty Bowl for like the big scrimmage or whatever, and it was like hotter than absolute freaking Hades over there um, in Memphis. But yeah, so this is the preseason, and as a as a player too, everyone's like, yeah, but it, how how hype are you knowing that like you know maybe first game of the year is you know uh, uh, you know if it is a um a, a big time home game against a good time opponent like say if Pitt's coming here or we're going up there first game of the year or first game of the year is in Atlanta versus whoever and it's like well don't aren't you more fired up for that than against Ball State and as a player it's like technically when they both games happen yes you are more like probably juiced but in, it doesn't matter what the first game of the year is you are just so so fired up to yeah. get out there that I don't really think it makes a difference whether you're playing Ball State at home or you're playing West Virginia and Charlotte. Like, you're just amped to, like, to like let loose, like, let the dogs off the chain and let's go hunt. Like, so I don't think, you know, from, you know, I, I'm just kind of answering that almost as a question from, like, the fan perspective, like, oh, wouldn't you rather do this? But, you know, it's cool. Like, I remember, like, I remember, you know, go back to high school and you go and, like, it's a, it's a, um, it's a scrimmage and you go out there and, you know, have your however many possessions, and then after the scrimmage, you kind of get to unbuckle and chill and watch the younger guys, and you just think yeah. it's so cool over there. Hey, I start – I mean, you if you find pictures of me like my last year of playing, I have my hands like this, 
I had taped up. I had each of my top knuckles taped. My hands were taped like this and my thumbs. I had like plastic holders that held my thumb like that taped on my thing. And then my wrist taped also. So I was like this when I played. So when I got out, I'm just sitting there on the bench, just like unwrapping all that shit. <laughs> just like, ah, still so much. I was just trying to save my hands, dude. Cause it, it, it would happen no matter what every training camp or every spring practice, I get a finger bent back or bent out or thumb go back and like the ligaments inside and like every single one of my top knuckles that they, they don't look right. Like they look a little messed up and I've yeah. dislocated two fingers. Um, actually, I think I've done it like three fingers, but it's always just like, man, I mean, you can hear it. Oh, I can hear him popping. Yeah. Every time I open and close my hands, like, it, it happens. So I yeah, always love that. Like just start taking shit off on the sideline. It was so good. Yeah. It's like big boy sitting over there in your own table. You're like, sup, Lance? Yeah. Sup. What we, <laughs> where are we going tonight? <laughs> uh, no, but so yeah, first game is just like, oh my gosh. It's it's just it's just incredible. Like you're just ready to go out there and let loose. And like I said, I'm I'm happy Ball State's coming up to to uh, just take one f- on the chin for us, and um, it's I just going to be <laughs> it's going to be a great game. Anyways, we kind of didn't ask, but how's your weekend been? It's been fine. We're we're still uh, trying to find certain storage things to help throughout the house. Just well, the you know new rental home, and you know we spent time like finding my wife of vanity and, and trying to look for a desk. And we're also trying to look for like a, an entryway desk area thing where you can throw your keys and like my laptop bag and wallet. Did you find that yet? Huh? I thought that's what you were doing yesterday. Did you not find one? No, we didn't find one because it's got to fit the specific area and be like the exact measurements. So, um, and then there's just like all these different, things I have to put together uh, obviously because my wife is not going to put them together and it's like here's a basket that goes on the inside of a cabinet drawer that I need put together to help store stuff here's here's this calendar I need you know to put onto the fridge here's like this and that and then you know we got this vanity and it's like all right fix the mirrors and like dude it was it's just it's been a lot and it's always the most frustrating when you get into a project and people who own homes or literally anybody, when you get into a project and then you open it up and then it's like, oh, shit, man, I got to do a lot more than I thought. I got to do a lot more than I thought. Like you opened it thinking, oh, yeah, I just got to shift this thing and close it back up. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Nope. It's not. It's not staying where it's supposed to. You got to figure out a different option for it. Da, 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 da. And then you're just like, I thought this was going to take 30 minutes. It has been an hour and a half. <laughs> and it's the worst. It literally, I I hate it so much when that happens. But besides that, I've had a very good weekend. I did my little fancy draft last night with my, whoa, uh, with whoa, my work. Okay. 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 Dude, do you do fantasy or you really don't really, you just, I don't, I don't really, I haven't since high school. Um, and the guys, my work are like, let's do one. There's literally eight total people on it. So it makes for a lot of fun because everyone's got good players. Yeah. And I think I, I think I have a great team. Who'd you go with first pick? First pick was Austin Eckler running back for the Chargers. Ooh, dude, Austin Eckler is an absolute nightmare. Nasty. He's so good. What, what so, pick did you I had number the number six pick okay. of the draft. And uh I'll tell I'll tell you my team trying from memory. Tom Brady, quarterback, wide receivers are Jamar Jamar Chase and Keenan Allen. Running backs are Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb. Uh tied in is Kyle Pitts. Whoa. Yeah, this team is nasty. Two the two flex guys are uh, 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 Terry McLaurin, wide receiver from Washington. Oh, we know. We know. Damn, I'm forgetting who the, the other one was. 
Uh, I know kicker. I got Justin uh, Tucker from Baltimore. Nice. Oh yes, is I mean he's ridiculous. And then defense, I got L.A. Rams defense. Nice. Uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah, that was my other. Oh, very nice. Guy. Yeah. But and then the- I got sit on the bench. I got Melvin Gordon the third. I got Alan Lazard, uh, Devontae Smith, um, Derek Carr as a backup quarterback. So like. It's gonna be fun. A lot of points. Very excited. You know, it, it's kind of it's kind of nice to when you only have eight people because everyone's team is good. Like your team's stacked. I'm assuming everyone else's is pretty stacked too. But you did yeah. that draft last night. What'd you say? You did it today or last night? Last night. Last night. Yeah. I, I got, got my, you know, my nice old medium pizza from Domino's and sat there and ate slices and picked. Pick players to make fake points for me. It was yeah. fun. No, bro. I love my first fantasy draft is tomorrow. I love it. Like I, I, I mean, it, it's a nice, relaxing night. Like you said, grab some pizza, grab some food, sit there, get into it. I, I love it. So um, I'm excited for mine tomorrow. But, um, but yeah, good, pretty good weekend over here. Uh, Friday, I started off the weekend with an absolute banger, and that was I took a nap after work. <laughs> So, so, I mean, the post-work Friday nap is, like, kind of incredible. Um, I mean, it's great for late for late night people, but, I mean, I mean, what time did you go to bed? I probably stayed up to, like, 1.30 maybe. So, I've been grinding on, I've been grinding on the Madden. <laughs> I, got the, I got the new next-gen Xbox. I got the new, new Madden. Your boy's just up there just getting after it. And, but, I mean, is it even that good? Is it good compared to the last ones, or is it the same old Madden? Kyler, if I could express this to you any more than just saying it, I would. But the fact that I was able to find the new – because I was not really looking. I don't. I can't remember if I told the story on here or not, but I wasn't really actively looking for one because everyone was talking about how hard they are to find, and it's always like, oh, yeah, I got a new Xbox. Like, oh, cool, would you find one? And you're like, well, I bought one from a guy off like eBay, and I had to pay like 1500 bucks. I was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to do that. I don't care enough. But when I was down in Naples um, with Ariel, I just was walking out of like a, um, I think it was like a golf galaxy or like one of their big golf stores. I see a, a GameStop. So it was like, hey, do you guys have the new Xbox? They're like, no, we don't. But one of our stores down towards Marco Island does. And I was like, okay. So I called him. I was like, I know you can't hold it, but like, I'm literally like on my way now. And like, I'm not there coming to look at it. Like, I'm going to buy it. And so they're like, okay, cool. So I went and bought it. And the funny thing is, is I had it for like, no kidding, like a month, and I didn't even set it up because I was just waiting for the new Madden. Yeah, you you know me, like I absolutely love love Madden. Like it's yeah. it's 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 like I even back in the day growing up, like I would rather play Madden than NCAA when I was younger. I'd play both, of course, obviously, but I would I would choose Madden. But it was worth the five hundred fifty bucks for the Xbox and the you know whatever amount sixty seventy bucks for the game. Because it is new, it is different than the Xbox One games. I feel like the Xbox One Madden has been the same for like three years running now. So it's nice to be like, okay, like it is a completely different game. Like the new gen, next gen, whatever is different. So yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I always just felt like it was always the same. I I was definitely more of an NCAA guy. So I'm very like, uh, what <laughs> NCAA has this monopoly on almost every video game player, like they could charge a hundred dollars for that video game when it comes out and people, it will still sell out. Like, oh, I don't, like, yeah. and it's crazy because new games are usually 60, 70, like they could charge whatever they want and I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Next year when that one comes out, they could legitimately charge 150 bucks and 200 bucks people but you think about it if they charge 150 bucks like if you play xbox a good amount like everyone was talking like i have like my xbox one's still fine they're like well, why do you need a new one it's like bro it's 550 bucks like i like i don't ever have a laptop like if i've never bought a laptop for first i've had a laptop for college and it wasn't anything special it was just like it was decently nice and then i've had laptops given to me for for my work yeah. like i don't need to go out and buy a computer or home laptop so like an Xbox for me is like the big electronic purchase. It's five hundred fifty bucks, and I'll I play it all the you know a lot, and I'm gonna have it for years. So it's it's a it's not like I'm not worried about 
you know, spending spending the money on it. So definitely with the video game that you're going to play a bunch out of. Yeah, I mean, with the amount of hours you get right. out of it, it like makes it worth it. Oof. Yeah. So then Saturday woke up, played golf, played well. Holston's punched their greens. So I went up to Ruggles Ferry, played well. Um, did something I haven't done in a long time that I can even remember. But I had two birdies in like four holes. So, like, I don't remember the last time I've done that. So, needless to say, that – and it was to start the – it was kind of like – I think it was hole two and, like, hole, like, six, maybe. Yeah. Hole five. So, I'm like, wow, okay. This is, like, starting off to be <laughs> – Yeah, like Reed was amped. <laughs> Let's say that. No, no you got to stay not – you got to stay down because you still have a lot of golf to play and you don't want to be super amped and then go out and have, like, a nine on a hole. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, and then just church today and uh, another nap. So – you know, two 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 naps in one weekend is absolutely awesome. So, you do you, did I ever tell you how much I love King of Queens, the sitcom show? Yeah. So it was King, on oh, yeah, last yeah, time yeah, I was yeah, there. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because when you were here, I had it on in the background when we were doing the the, the post practice podcast. I was like, you got to turn this shit off. It's distracting. I'd go through that with different shows. Like back in the day, I loved Modern Family, then ran its course, and then. I loved Impractical Jokers for like a year or two, and then it like ran its course. And so right now, for the past like three or four months, I'm just I like King uh, uh, King and Queens. I'm just obsessed with. <laughs> I just thought about it because there was one where uh, Doug and Deacon like they. It's a Friday afternoon, and they're like walking to Doug's house. It's like ah, oh, the weekend. Deacon's like, you know, you know, what do you got planned? And Doug's like, you know, the weekend to me is like a blank canvas, and I'm the artist. And uh, so Dean's like, all right, yeah, so what are you going to do with it? And he goes, and Doug grabs a beer out of the refrigerator and he goes, naps, lots of naps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what your weekend is like. Yeah, that was my weekend was naps. But, yeah, so I'm excited to do this, excited to talk. Yeah. Uh, Ball State. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk Willie Mohan real quick. We're going to talk our Ball State. And then we're going to do we're going to do a new segment all year this year, which will be freaking hilarious because, like, I, I do like to gamble. So, like, I will hopefully – have a decent prediction but like kyler doesn't really gamble so it should be entertained but we're gonna do a lock of the week <laughs> and this can be nfl or college okay i i uh yeah i don't really gamble too much um i just never have been like i was the kid when i got money for like my birthday and christmas like i saved it like i never bought anything for myself so I, I've always been like that. Just like, don't spend your money on things. Um, so that's why I don't necessarily gamble unless I'm very confident in it. Or it's like, I'm gambling on myself is what I usually like to do. Like fantasy football, for instance, like I'm gambling on myself. It doesn't have like a bunch of luck. It's like, all right, well, how can you break down these players? Like, do you think they would have a good game? Are you looking into it? All that kind of stuff. Or, like, betting, like, yeah, I'll beat you in basketball. Or, yes, I'll beat you in this race. Or, yet, like, if I trust myself, then I'll do it. Um, But I am very excited for that. That 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 will be fun. Well, I have not, no idea I'm, how good I will do. Because I think I'm just going to be like, yeah, that team is better than that team. I think they will win that game. But then it's like, well, by how much can they can they cover? I, I don't know. Well, the thing, I mean, but the thing about it is, is, I mean, I mean, gambling is gambling. Like, it, it, you know, like it is like you never know. So if you, there's people that really look into it, like go in depth, do all this stuff. Like me, I still just go off my gut feeling. Like, I feel like if I get too technical about it, I'll overthink stuff. So I just try to go with my gut, but I'm also not a huge gambler. Like I, you don't catch me going to casinos and doing a bunch of stuff like that. Like the only thing I just like to do sports gambling, because like you said, like, I feel like I have some sort of control because, like, of my knowledge of watching, you know, my gut feelings, how I'm, like, kind of gauging how the things are going in the season. Yeah. But then also, um, it, it still, like, is it, like, gives me some competition. So, it's, like, that that is on also a reason why I like doing it. But, yeah, the only thing I'm going to do it is if, like you said, like, I'm going to go play golf or I'm going to play someone in, you know, an Xbox game or, like, something I kind of have control of. I'm not just going to go – you know, spin a wheel or, or a slot machine somewhere. No, definitely not. Blackjack will get you, get you killed. Um, all right. Like so, <laughs> what'd you say? 
I'll stay. <laughs> Sir, I suggest you get I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know the reference, we're just talking about Austin Powers and the blackjack table in that scene. I'll stay. Sir, I suggest you hit. He's got like five. He's got five. He's got five. He's got three to two. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll stay. They all look at him. And he's looking at the dealer. And then he looks over at number two and he goes, I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> we love that movie for everyone so that funny. doesn't know. We love Austin Power. So hilarious. Um all right, let's go into something not so lighthearted. William Mohan has been suspended uh, after being arrested for a, I mean, I didn't read into it, I'm guessing, domestic violence, something, correct? It was, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was bad, man. Uh, I've actually read it and I read some of that stuff about the Matt, whatever guy, the um, punter for the, for the bills that got released. I mean, both oh, yeah. of them were pretty brutal, but like, yeah, supposedly Willie showed up. Some girl's house. He was drunk. Uh, he tries like force her to have sex. She's like, no. He gets kind of physical with her and like I think pushes her up against the wall. She was able to get away. Her and her roommate are like trying to get him out. Like I think someone grabbed something, some sort of object to maybe try to like use against him. And I think he they get him out of the apartment, and lock the door, and they think he's gone. But then he's like still like beating on the door, trying to get back in. So just a, a terrible situation now you and i both know or i feel like i'm i know how you feel about this because we talked about like you and i both are very much like we're not gonna like throw stones or act like we know what happened we're not there bro like we're not there so like i'm not gonna believe you know uh, you know there's three sides to every story yours mine and somewhere you know the truth somewhere in the middle type deal but like obviously if this is, if this is true, like this is terrible. And like, I, you know, we don't want anybody around on a, on a football program that we root for or any of that stuff like that. Like we don't, we don't want someone like that. And, and, and granted we all make mistakes. So I'm not also going to sit here and act like I've never done something that I was uh, very sorry about, very embarrassed about, um, you know, d- definitely when alcohol gets involved, it's yeah. not ideal, but um, so hopefully Willie can learn from this and become a better person from this. And um, if, if it happened, you know, if, if all of it is true, but yeah, it's just not a good situation. And if it did happen uh, and it comes out that everything is true, then yeah, I don't want the guy on our football team and yeah. he'll have to pick up the pieces somewhere else. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, if everything like you just described is true, like you definitely don't want him on the team. Um and it, yeah, it's just really, it's really upsetting that this happens. I, you know, there were incidences of this when I was there. And I mean, the, the real issue is this toxic view of masculinity with these guys that because they are big and strong and fast and they're supposed to be violent on the field and they're seen as cooler than everyone else because they're football players. They get this, you know, overbuilt sense of, of superiority and, and this, Oh, the way to be masculine is to be physically dominating over people. And it's just sad that that's your existence. Um, and you turn that into, well, I'll be physically dominating and get what I want. Um, and that's just not how the world works. And it's, yeah, it's just really, it's really sad to see. I, I, you know, absolutely hate that scenario. Like, I don't think they actually realize how much fear women have with men because, any man, average size man, can move, push, grab any woman. Like they can. They're just naturally bigger, stronger, and everything like that. So, like, that's why it's as men, it's our job to be careful with women, to to appreciate them, to 
not take advantage of that um, and be smart about who we are. So I, I feel I very much feel bad for the victims. It sounds like it was they probably knew William uh, before this. So I'm hoping they are able to eventually forgive him. Um, and, you know, I hope the best for William and his recovery mentally uh, and, you know, Hopefully he gets to a better place in life, but it's never a guarantee when something like this happens. So just, it, it stinks. It sucks. I mean, it doesn't matter if he wasn't going to play or not. It's still just like a shitty situation. Yeah. I don't think either of us ever want wish bad on somebody. Like I said, we feel terrible for the girl and for her roommate. That's a, it's a scary situation for sure. Um, You know, and you, and you always think about it. You always put yourself – you have a sister, I have a sister. We both put ourselves in a situation. It's like if you think of ever something like that happening to a sister, um, you know, or, you know, our moms or for whatever reason. And it's just like – it's just it's just scary. It's terrifying. And it's uh, obviously then if it happens to someone you know, then it's infuriating. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and also he came from Michigan. We're his second school, you know, and it's like – he's got to um, live with uh, the consequences, but it also like, you know, it stinks. Cause you know, I don't know if he's going to get another opportunity uh, for a mistake. And that, that's what's so crazy about life that you can make one mistake and it can really alter everything for sure. Yeah. But uh, let's, let's, let's go ahead and talk about something more light. And that is how we're going to go ahead and uh, put up a lot of points. <laughs> and as you see, I got my like coaches, if you're watching on YouTube, I've got my uh, last year's coaches. Maybe they wear. Are you are you are you going to wear that when we go to the Florida game? Because I got you sideline passes, so you'll just be like, no, 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 I'm a coach. I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, the game's about to start. You got to leave. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm a coach. Like, I got my hat. Yeah, I wear the hat. I get like the I wear the hat. And I get like the golf pants that they all yeah. wear. I'm like. I like pull the hat way down low, like I'm some GA. You steal, you steal one of the the headphones and go yeah. ahead and just put them on because they're just like yeah, sitting over on the sideline before the game yeah. starts. Dude, all I'm all I'm gonna be is when anytime someone makes a big play, I'm just like the first guy that greets them off the sideline. You know, and they're like, they're like, who the fuck is this? Like, you're a get back coach. Yeah, come on, exactly. Come on, coach, come on, hype, come on, hype. Back up, yeah. back up, back up, back up. You just see me, just you just see me continually like grabbing hype on his butt. It's like, come on, come on, come on, get back, come on. <laughs> Pulling him by his pants. Um, so, I got Ball State stuff pulled up here. Um, yeah. And to answer your question, I just realized, no, I will not probably wear this against Florida. I don't want to get anything dirty on it, so I'll probably wear my old school. Uh, I don't know. I've got – since we've been doing this podcast, I've gotten a lot more UT swag. Like, I'll pull it out next week, but I just got a new sweat sweatshirt hoodie that came in. Um, it's pretty It's pretty dope. So, but, yeah, yeah. I'm – We'll see what happens. You got to see what the weather's like for that day. Okay, so Ball State went – they were 6-7 and seven last year. Conference was 4-4. Four and four. Um, They were 3-3 three and three at home, 3-3 three, three and away. I mean, they started last year with a win against Western Illinois, but only by 10 points. So, it's like yeah. – eh. then they go to Penn State, and which is kind of the version of us this year where they're going to go collect a check. And they lost 13-44. to 44. Um. So I still scored I some per- points. I personally feel like, uh, which it's – I'll just go ahead and tell people, my lock of the week as of right now is the Tennessee game. I haven't looked yet to see if I'm going to do a, a first quarter bet or first half bet overall. Um, but – and I usually don't bet Tennessee, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But then they go to Wyoming and get blasted 12-44. Uh, to 44. That's kind of funny. It was 13-44 and then 12-45. Excuse me, 12-45 at Wyoming. Then Toledo, 12 and 22. Um, they finally get a win. And this is a kind of nice little win, honestly, for the ball state against Army. You know, that I, I actually think that's because of how difficult that can be. But they won uh, at home at Ball State, 28 to 16. They beat Western Michigan. So they kind of had a nice little turnaround, beat Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Um, that's kind of funny. They lost their homecoming to Miami of Ohio. The worst. So, so I've so I've kind of read it off. So it's like you know, and and the other thing is too, this is the first game of the year. 
I know you probably did more background maybe than I did. Like, I don't know who transferred out. I don't know yeah. if they got any transfers in. I don't know how many people they lost. I don't – I mean, obviously I'm picking us to win, and this game is more about Tennessee for me and how we play and how we handle our business and all that stuff. But do you have anything else on Ball State? Yeah, so I – yeah, I just kind of looked into their guys that are on the team now trying to figure out, like – do they have experience? Are they, you know, pretty good players? Have they started a lot? So you start at the quarterbacks. Um, it is John Paddock is their starting quarterback. He doesn't have a start under his belt. He's been a backup for like three years now um, and has gotten in whenever they've been getting killed or whatever. They're killing somebody like that's the only time he's gotten in and he's been fine, but this is his actual like first start, and the fact is it, that it's uh, in, huh? Is it, is it easy first start going on the road? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And the fact it's that he's dealing. in Neyland is going to be uh, uh, quite intimidating for him. Um, so that makes me feel good for us. It does make me feel like they will lean on the run a lot, and I would too if I was playing us because I would not want us to have the ball. I would try and run the clock as much as I possibly could. So I think they're going to lean on the run. Plus, they didn't lose any starters on the offensive line last year. So everybody who played is coming back this year. There's two guys on there that have, like, multiple years of experience. So I think their strongest suit is running the ball, is their offensive line. Um, You know, I think their tight ends are seen as, like, pretty good pass catchers. Um, pretty big dudes too. So I think a lot of that stuff is going to be like play action to the tight end, dump off to maybe a tight end screen, stuff like that. Um, I, so I don't see a bunch of intricate stuff out of them on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, they have a linebacker, uh, Brandon Martin, who uh, in 2020 won co-MAC Defensive Player of the Year and last year was just dealing with injuries, only played in five games. But this year is his his, his seventh year. It is his seventh year in college. He got redshirted. He got the extra year from COVID and he also medical redshirted. So this is his seventh year in college. This, this is year. a linebacker? And he's their linebacker, yes. Oh, number okay. seven. Number seven, he changed his number to number seven. He was number nine before. So seven for seven years. <laughs> yeah, seven for seven. So he like is someone probably. Huh? This guy's like 24. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's old as hell. Uh, no, I think he's turning 25 this year. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yes, so he's a guy to watch for on defense. I don't think like there's a bunch of stars that are just going to show out or anything like that. There hasn't really been a lot of transfers in that they've got that I've seen, Um, you know, but I mean, from last year, they had two dozen seniors graduate last year. So like if you lose that many guys on the team, first off, the fact that that many seniors are in one class to graduate is kind of crazy. Like, that doesn't usually happen on teams. There's just so much transfer, kickoff, like get out of here. Like that almost sounds like everyone stayed the entire time. Well, let me say this, Kyler, <clears throat> while you're talking, I, I got this pulled up. And um, okay, never mind. I don't want to say it because <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be. I thought I was pulling up their depth chart for this year and I was about to read it off because it was very senior and upper class. Might late. be last year's. Oh no, no, no. This says okay, okay. So I'll trust I'll trust their their uh whatever website this is, but it says updated on 8 11 2022. So anyway, so yeah, this should be accurate, but they have you know, a senior at left guard. Uh, they have a senior at right guard. They have a red shirt, a junior at right tackle. So that's decent. I mean, they have a left tackle, and he's a sophomore, but he's a red shirt, 
sophomore, so three years in. Mm-hmm. Um, and their center is also a redshirt sophomore. So then you go there, and of course, I'm looking at line of scrimmages here, but then your D line. So your defense in is a redshirt junior, nose tackle senior, defense in senior. Um, yeah, there's Martin Brand- Brandon. They have him down as GR. So that boy must be a daggum graduate because everything I've never seen GR ever. I've always co- seen something. He coaches pressure. too. He's a graduate assistant. What's that? <laughs> yeah, seriously, I've never seen that. It literally says GR. But so they do have some. They have some older guys and some senior guys. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I was just gonna read that off while you were talking about. Yeah, it. but I mean, it, in the grand scheme of things, they're you know picked to finish last in their division. They're they're not seen as who they were because in 2020 they won the MAC. So it was you know two years ago, but they've fallen off a lot. That's that's the consensus. Um, with everyone and like picks and everything like that. So I feel good about it. I think this is a lot more about us and what we need to accomplish, obviously. I mean, we're 33 and a half points or something like that, 33 points um, uh, favorites. So I think, yeah, I think it's all about us. I think there are guys that are older that have experience, but it really might not matter. When it comes down to it, no, I'm happy that they have experienced guy. Yeah. I, I I really am because I I want to be able to 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 try to see a little a little something maybe like and for me I read off the offensive defensive line because like I hope uh, that we go out there offensively and absolutely control the line of scrimmage, which I think is what I think this game is going to be pretty similar to Bowling Green last year. I think that we'll have I think we'll put up a little bit more points, you know, because everyone knows what we are now. So I think it's kind of like last year was maybe let's play a little conservative. Let's rotate a bunch of people. Let's yeah. run the ball. Let's just see what's going on before we play pit. Yeah. I think, so I think now it's like, bro, we ain't surprising nobody. So like Hypo might go out there and put a 50 feet, 55 burger on somebody. Like, you know what I mean? So, but I like the fact that let me watch our offensive line, try to move around their defensive line, which they should. And then I really want to see our D line, especially yeah. our interior D line against their interior offensive line. So, um, I so I'm happy that they have some seniors. Like maybe give us some sort of test. Like I would hate if they had a couple freshmen, a couple redshirt freshmen on there because you know it's just gonna be an all out slaughter. Yeah, that it's would be a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, my like I wrote down things. Like my very first thing was like, and I kind of mentioned this before. It was like I want to get the starters out. Like I do not want them to be in there as much as possible in the second half. Like if we can get to the point where we're up enough. And we can start twos to start the third quarter. Please, like, let's do that because it helps our depth even more to get those twos reps and to get them in game action and to get them like, you know, able to really make a difference when we get to Pitt and Florida and LSU. Like, you know, we want you to be game changers eventually. So let's let's get you some game reps. Um, and, and, and you know what, Kyler, you and I talked about this a lot last year because it's like I'm having flashbacks to last season and some of the stuff that came on. But, like, when we were beating the hell out of Missouri and you and I were like, what are we doing? Like, pull Hendon out. Like, pull some of these people out. And it's like, yeah. you know, and I and I felt that way for a couple of games. So, like, I'm hoping, like you saying that, I'm yeah. like, well, Kyler, I hope if we're winning, you know, 42 to three at halftime or in the third quarter, like he starts pulling some people and – I you know this I don't know if anyone's ever asked him this I'm assuming that people have and I just haven't seen it but why he leaves some of those people in there so long but I I am happy that you said that because I will be interested to see what happens with this with a you know a big jump yeah, yeah. I mean a big a big uh, uh like we jump on them is what I meant to say like a big point differential or kind yeah. of early yeah so. and then if I broke it down defensively and offensively you said something defensively is like interior D lineman. Like that's definitely something I want to see. I want to see Amari Thomas, hopefully, but somebody step up. I want it to be obvious that they're dogging these dudes. Um, And it's like, you know, they can't run counter or power or inside zone because our three technique or our nose is just messing people up. I want to see that. And I, I want to see a rush with four. 
I want to see us get to the quarterback with four guys rushing. When there is a third and long, we do not have to send a blitz. We can get there with four. And that depends on our interior guys. It's not our edge guys. We know they can get to the quarterback. But as a defensive end, you can beat the tackle. And if the quarterback has a pocket to step in, it doesn't doesn't matter. Like, if you beat him around the edge, he just steps up and you miss. So it has to be a cohesive – effort you know the interior guys have to collapse the pocket and that's what i want to see out of the defense dbs and linebackers do your thing like i know who jeremy banks is at this point you know what i mean like you know i hey i get to see more Jawan mitchell which is nice because you know he got hurt early um and i know who these dbs are i know what they can do let's not get beat you know i understand if a wide receiver makes a great play if he makes an amazing play jumps and one-handers or like really mosses and you're just like okay well I mean that was a play there was still good coverage but let all that you know that's fine I, I, I'm not upset by that um, but it's just you know prevent the big plays maybe cause some turnovers rip at that ball um, but defensively I'm most I'm going to concentrate most on interior D-line like for sure for sure yeah we're yeah once again, we just think the exact same way. Yeah, so for, for me, offensively, uh, just want to be able to run the ball, uh, control the line of scrimmage. So that's what I'm looking for on offense. Yeah. Uh, hopefully a pretty clean game offensively, too, is something else. So not a ton of penalties, not a balls on the ground. Mm. Um, you know, so let's see if we can have a pretty clean game. Um, and then I, I will be interested um, about our running backs. Like, let's see how many of these guys get – Get some carries. Let's see, you know, how how quickly someone maybe gets pulled out. My know, last right? thing says RB rotation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so we'll we'll see. You know, I actually wouldn't be surprised if we see some, you know, some maybe even like towards the end we see a walk on or two in there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wouldn't wouldn't mind that at all. I think like figuring out the running back rotation is a huge thing. Like, okay, who's number two and who's number three? Like how do they perform in game action? How is Justin looking? Um, you know, can he actually be a good back for us? Like, what what does he look like when he gets on the field? Um, so, really just, like, figuring out your depth and, like, who you can put in when Javari's tired and Javari's, you know, got an ankle thing or whatever later on in the season. And then another thing that I want to happen is I do not want Hendon to run the ball. I don't want him to run the ball at all. There's no reason for him to run. We will still win this game without his legs. I don't want him to run the ball. I would rather him, you know, if there are the, you know, option plays where he can pull it and run it himself, I'd rather him give the ball off, Jabari get tackled for minus one or two yards, than him pull it, take it, and then possibly get rolled up on, get hurt, get hit, any of that stuff. And, in passing, if there's a lane for him to run, unless he slides, I'd rather him throw it away. Like in this game, like it's just like be smart. Don't and you know, don't show everything that you can do as an offense and as a defense. Don't show everything. Maybe you just run your simple power encounter and zone and pitch and outside zone on offense when you're run game you don't run your options off the defensive end option off of the three technique option off of the backside linebacker because there's plays that all do that and it's like don't put that on the film don't let Pitt see that that is a play for you guys that you can take advantage of them you can take advantage of a wide three technique on something don't let them know that run your simple inside zone to the right inside zone to the left outside outside counter power like simple 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 because well, we can since, still win this game with simple so since, since i have my coaching stuff on today i'm gonna let you know kyler as a coach on the staff that we will keep this very simple and that's <laughs> not gonna happen so don't don't you don't even need to talk about it. just like <laughs> bowling Green last year they're not gonna show a bunch of nonsense but i do Thank yeah you, coach bacon if if Hendon, if I see one design run for Hendon, I'm I'm going to Anderson Training Facility and I'm going to have a conversation with Coach. <laughs> like, like, come to the office, son. I need to talk to you for a second. Yeah, puts uh, him at shotgun at the one yard line, and he does. <laughs> freaking. 
<laughs> jumped over the pile. It's like, dude, what? This is ball state. Chill out. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not gonna happen. So, anyways, yeah, for me, offensively, it sounds like a lot of the same with you. So interior offensive line, uh, how we control the line of scrimmage, how we run the ball, what's the what's you know, I know you said Justin Williams, Thomas, like, you know, for me, if he's in the game, like I'm pretty sure if he gets the ball in his hands, he'll be pretty good. But like, what's he gonna do on like pass coverage? Exactly. Um, and, hey, uh, and, and how's his how's his pass protection too? I want to know. I said pass coverage, but I meant pass protection. Yeah. So, um, and then um, and then defensively, yeah, I want to see Dejon Terry eat up. I want to see Amari Thomas eat up. I want to see if there's any other guys that that uh, we've maybe heard their names, but we maybe haven't seen it on Saturdays. This technically Thursdays to this time, <laughs> but we haven't seen it from them on game day. And then the other thing defensively that I would like to see. Um, so I want to see. I need. I need probably like a three sack game, four sack game, and I also want to see at least one turnover defensively. Yeah. So because uh, we got a slow start last year, like we didn't have a turnover till like fourth or fifth game. No, we had we had an interception in Pip. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we did. I'm almost positive we did. Yeah, I think you're right. But I, yeah, no, you were talking. I remember us talking about those on the podcast last year because we maybe only like one or two, and it was like through five or six games. And you're like, "Hey, I need some, I need some balls." Yes, yes, I remember talking about that. Um, okay, I think. I mean, um, yeah, that's it. So if you want to pick one player you're going to be watching, sure, go ahead. If you want to pick, you know, I'm and then I'm going to pick mine uh, that I'll be watching. If you want to say, I, I'm afraid I, I, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know if I would like take that. Um, you know, I already said, like, I'm watching interior D-line, so I'm not going to pick that. Uh, I, I, I'm i going to watch this not for not for worry or um, can this be good, can this be that, but I'm going to watch Danica Slaughter because putting him in that Theo Jackson spot and the way Theo played last year and all the opportunities he had to – make plays, tackles, interceptions, forced fumbles, it's Danico's chance. And so I, I'm excited for whoever, it, you know, if it's someone else, then okay, now that's exciting. Like, okay, who is this? Who Who is actually playing that star position that they have? So I, I think I'm excited about that. I, I'm excited about watch that star position. I'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who starts at that star position because yeah. I think we'll see a lot of rotation in the defensive backfield. Um, okay, so Danico Slaughter for you. For me, defensively, I'm going to say Dejon Terry. Um, I could have gone Dejon Terry or Amari Thomas, but I'll just go with Dejon Terry. Yeah. Uh, offensively, uh, Jalen Hyatt. Oh, I'm just kidding. I mean, Brew McCoy. I'm just. <laughs> I had to say both their names because I'm so sick and tired of hearing about it. It's just I'm so sick. I not that I don't dislike them. Like I hope I hope they they do great, but it's just like it's a little bit overkill. I'm like, damn, where are all these people last year when we needed Byron Young on the field? Hell with the third, her third or fourth receiver. Like we needed Byron Young on the field last year. Exactly, dude. By, not having Byron the first two games is way more important than not having freaking Brew. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, offensively, uh, the player I'm going to pick will be. Um, who am I going to pick to watch on offense? I will pick. Mine's pretty obvious. Who running back? Just no. one. Jeremiah Crawford. Yeah. Starting left tackle. I was at. It's funny you say that because I was going to say I was going to say um, Cooper and see how he's doing and playing in there at center and stuff like Hold that. So we'll go. We'll go. We'll go offensive line together. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, sometimes I can't even help myself when I don't even pay attention to the entire play because I'm watching the offensive line. <laughs> Is Jeremiah, did they announce Jeremiah Crawford yet? I don't. I, mean, I haven't seen anything, but that doesn't mean they haven't announced it. It's not like yeah. I'm snooping yeah. for it. I saw what I saw and could tell you that unless it's – unless I mean, there was the competition with Mincy. So, who knows? They might honestly, because this is Ball State, like Jeremiah go first possession, Mincy go second. Right, Jeremiah, right. Mincy, Jeremiah, Mincy. So, they might do that too, which yeah. if they do that – you heard it here first. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. All right. This So, for me, it is funny because I usually don't bet Tennessee a lot. But 
I don't also like really betting first week uh, because I haven't got to watch a bunch of people. Now, granted, I say that, and yesterday I did gamble and did like a nice little teaser. I uh, won three of the four teasers, so I still lost, unfortunately, but that's how teasers go. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, anyways, so it's funny because I usually don't bet Tennessee, but I am taking Tennessee just like I did last year, but for the first quarter. So the first, first quarter, quarter. Spread, yeah, the first quarter spread on Vegas Insider. So I've not checked it on FanDuel. No, no, no. no. Where you gotta look on Bet Online, Tyler. You didn't let me finish. You always jump me on Bet Online. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at Vegas Insider because Vegas Insider is just a website. It's not where you can actually go and bet on, and it shows you all the different um, websites and stuff like that. So I'm not sure what it is on BetOnline.ag or FanDuel DraftKings or whatever the hell all you people use. But for here, it is nine and a half for the first quarter. I love that bet, just like last year for against Bowling Green. I think it was like seven and a half, I think, or 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 I don't know, maybe – I don't remember what it was, but it was like an absolute cakewalk. I bet it – we easily did it because I think it was like 14-0 at half. Yeah. I mean, 14-0 at the first quarter. So, I love nine and a half because I think that we're going to – I think the score will be either 10 – to nothing or 14 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. So I'm going to go Tennessee minus nine and a half first quarter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the games are like guaranteed blowout games. Um, they're, you know, this, this week is like a lot of them are like, Hey, this, the big dogs playing the smaller teams that, you know, there's some key matchups, which I want to try and lean into. Go ahead. I think it's like super easy to pick the other ones. Just be like, yeah, freaking Oklahoma is going to beat UTEP. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Well, that's not, I mean, but so you're you're saying like Oklahoma money line? I mean, come on, give me a break. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm saying. I don't want to pick that. So what I'm going to go with is the Cincinnati Arkansas game. Okay. Okay. Arkansas is a uh, six point favorite. Mm, and okay. the over-under is set at 51 and a half. I'm saying since he gets within six points. I don't so, I okay. don't know if they win, but I think they get between six points. I don't think Arkansas is that great. Like they had a f- fine year last year, you know, and like they are returning, you know, Jefferson at quarterback and like I have no idea how their defense is, and I love Sam Pittman and all that stuff, but, like, Arkansas feels to me like an 8-4 and four team. You know what I mean? A, like, they, do, they don't feel any better than that. Um, so, like, I feel like a Cincinnati with a coach like Fickle, like, they could actually be a surprise to Arkansas and make this game close or even win this game. Okay. Okay. I listen. I, I probably. I'm very. That's one of the games I'm very intrigued to watch. Yeah. And matter, of, I will be in the state of Arkansas while that game's going on because we're going down to um, uh, my aunt and uncle and cousin's lake house, which is down there in Arkansas. So the entire weekend when we're down there, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, your boys gonna be orange each day because I'm telling you, if you go to Arkansas, like. It's pig suey everywhere because they don't really yeah. have enough. Like Arkansas doesn't have like an an NFL team or like an NBA team. No, they're they nothing. There's not another college, so it's pig suey everything, and like you see it everywhere. And so like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm be wearing my orange all the time. But anyways, that so is when are we going to record the pod? If you're just enjoying yourself on the lake all weekend, maybe you just might have to do a solo. I don't know. <laughs> After so, the first game, I need your. I- I need your input on what happened. Calm down. We'll figure it out. So, but anyways, what I was going to say is I love that game. I'm super intrigued about, and um, I may bet it. If I did, it would probably be a teaser one way or the other, but I I like that. So since he catches six, because I do think I I would not be surprised if Arkansas wins. I will not be surprised if Cincinnati wins outright. And I am not going to be surprised at all. If it's a close game, like I would be a little bit more surprised if someone wins the game by, 14. Yeah, yeah, I would be yeah. I'd be a little surprised at that. So, anyways, I have it written down. I got my bet is UT minus nine and a half first quarter, and your bet is Cincinnati plus six. Locks of the week. Locks of the week. All right. So, 
We'll see how that goes. All right, good pod. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Uh, way, thank you. By the way, by the way, the rest of this time, don't come on another podcast without Orange on, okay? <laughs> okay. I might have I'm to just, wear the same thing over and over, but yeah. Because no, I'll either be I'll probably be wearing a lot of Titan stuff when we record on Sundays. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. Appreciate you guys watching and listening. If you are watching, please subscribe, like, hit that notification bell. Please leave a comment, leave a question. Um, love answering them, love seeing them. Uh, if uh, if you're just listening, please rate and review, download, uh, share with your friends and your family. Let them know that like this is going to be the place to go during the season. We are going to give you information on the team we are about to play. And we're also going to break down the game from the previous week and talk about certain plays you liked, certain plays you didn't like, what happened on certain things. Um, so you guys kind of understand what's going on throughout the game. Um, so it's a lot, a lot of fun. This season is going to be awesome. Cannot wait. Uh, if you guys want to follow us on social media at Believe in Tennessee on Twitter is our main account at rbacon26 for Reed at Kyler Kerbison um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's all the same. So follow us there. Uh, and just really appreciate you guys. Thank you so, so much for being the great and awesome fans you are. Uh, we love the support. Love you guys reaching out. You're all the best. As always, go balls. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.